Welcome to Plant-Based FM, a podcast about fitness, mindset, food, and muscle, with your host, Plant-Based Fit Mum, Natasha. Welcome to Plant-Based FM and episode 25, which I've decided is a really good episode to put the podcast on a holiday. (laughs) I'm going to finish this episode and it's a really good one because it's going to be talking about why we need to set goals. And this sort of ties into the podcast that I launched three years ago now, but I'm going to take the summer off from actual podcasting and recording the episodes. But if you are a listener, don't worry. If you are listening, there are over a hundred episodes that you will have time to delve back into. So I've got three series that I've produced since I started and series one, obviously a lot more solo episodes, but there are guest episodes in there. Series two was a different format with all guest episodes and some fun little quizzes. And then again, this series was more, um, solo episodes. So I'm going to be finished this one talking about my actual photo shoot and the importance of goals and leaving the podcast on the back burner for a little while because I had set this goal and I'm tying this into this episode that um, I feel at 25 episodes on series three is a nice round number to have a break. But also because as you well know, I am a body smart fitness coach and I want to put this podcast to one side so that I can focus on my clients Um, with regards to life the photo shoot was a huge personal goal of mine and I think it's this is again what ties into it is that it's really important to set goals Um, but we always need to make new ones so I've decided that with series one having 52 episodes in it and series two, 46, and this one finishing at 25, there's more than enough content uh, for you to absorb over the summer. And I will come back in the autumn refreshed and renewed with more ideas. But I would like you to give me feedback. I would like you to uh, send in to me via Instagram. I'll give uh, details of how you can do that, of what you actually want to hear about for series four. What is it that you're struggling with? What do you like about the podcast? What don't you like if you are actually listening? So this is done for you guys. Um, Obviously, it's a hobby of mine and I really enjoy it. But ultimately, it's to provide value and and help you with anything that you're struggling with. So to be a voice um, and for you to be able to take bite sized chunks of things that you need at that time. So the, the episodes are really helpful when you've got a specific issue or problem or obstacle or hurdle that I can say, well, go and listen to this one. So please do help me. Um, This is going to make a series four even better. What do you want? What sort of structure would you like? What sort of time frame? Because when I'm producing these podcasts, obviously it's one way. I don't know if you're saying, actually, these are really too long. I would really much prefer uh, short bite-sized episodes of, you know, more, no more than 20 minutes so I can digest it. 
or you could actually say no i really like some of the deeper uh, longer form ones especially when they've been with guests you may prefer uh, the guest episodes than listening to my voice on its own or you may strangely like my voice maybe it helps you get to sleep i don't know <laughs> but that feedback's really valuable so without further ado like obviously i'm going to go into the episode now but please do let me know um, so that i can make the next series when i come back in autumn even better but i wanted to talk about this episode in particular about why we need to set goals and link that into my photo shoot so you know the two previous episodes that i did um were obviously about the actual lead up to it and the the peak week and and tying those in obviously to, to issues that you may have well this one obviously doing a photo shoot was was a big goal and this was my third um and i actually have to sort of take stock and and sit back a little bit because i've got the photos come through now i'm i've picked the ones that i would like and i'm just waiting for them to be edited I have to sort of, you know, take stock and go, my God, like I remember, you know, three years ago, the thought of doing a photo shoot or that people did. I, you know, I looked up to anyone that I saw that had those professional photos and thought that was for those people. <laughs> and I just want to dispel that myth first and, you know, it's it's for anyone. Anyone can absolutely do a photo shoot, but we, we do put these uh, ideas into our head or limitations straight away that that's for those people, not us. Um, there's something else and I'm just normal and that I, you know, I don't do that. Um, and I literally did think about that with regards to the photo shoot as I did the podcast. But here I am, third photo shoot and and recording a podcast. If I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> Anything is possible when you set goals. Hey, um, and what is a goal? Well, it's what you wish to achieve. It's specific and measurable with those objectives. Um, it can be short term, long term. Um, it, obviously, it can be personal, professional. Um, but it's the fact that there's a common link to what that goal is going to, uh, you know, have us achieve or what it's what we wish to do. So it's an aspiration. And uh, Tony Robbins, obviously the famous Tony Robbins said, setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into the visible. So when you start thinking about something, you are potentially um, cultivating that as a, an actuality. So it is really, really important. And to be quite honest, I'm going to be really transparent here. I was sleepwalking through life. I, I didn't even set any goals. Um, I know that when I was in the corporate world, um, they may have suggested that in, in appraisals and things, obviously from a, a professional perspective of where I wanted to see myself, da, 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 da. and I always used to think that it was a bit rubbish, really. Oh, like, like, what do I know? I don't, I don't even know what I'm going to have for dinner tonight, let alone what I'm going to do in three, five years time. And I just thought it was all, you know, that corporate BS. Um, little did I know, I mean, how blinkered and, and small minded was I? And I think sometimes it's, you know, opening up and realizing that you are only limiting yourself when when you close things down so um yeah i i didn't set goals um i probably did just sort of meander through life i did do things but i i didn't purposely set anything that that's what i know for sure and the reason why i know for sure is because I did my first running race in 2016 i just used to run i never even yeah again i didn't even 
run races. I just ran. Um, but everything changed when I entered a race. That was my first goal. And honestly, from 2016 to now, my life has completely done uh, 180, 360 even, in where I am. I, I'm, I'm here talking to you, doing a job that I love in the fitness industry that I wasn't even in, you know, four years ago. So it, it just shows you the importance of having goals and, and how they can turn your life to where you want it to be and it's your life so you cultivate it how you want it so you are the the um, driver of your own destiny um, and if you don't like where you're at or what's happening then you are responsible to yourself to change that don't get me wrong i appreciate that um, we have other responsibilities and you can't just go well i just you know i'm going to go off and <laughs> and travel the world for six months or something i'm not saying that or suggesting that but but don't also feel sorry for yourself and 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 believe that you're stuck in a rut when when you ultimately have control to change it um and with that i'm going to go into a couple of the points so i want to talk about control and direction um and that sort of ties into the fact that you know do you ever feel like you're getting nowhere um despite working your ass off um and that will be down to that lack of direction. Um, so I was this prime example of sleepwalking through life, ultimately fulfilling other people's goals, not mine, because I never had any. <laughs> so I was oiling the wheels for everyone else. I mean, when you realize that, you're like, Jesus, that's the, like, what, what was I doing? What was I doing? Um, so by thinking about goals and, and starting to set some, it allows you to be proactive. You're not in autopilot anymore. And then you can start carving out the things that you actually want. So I decided that, you know, I'm 49. I wanted to do a photo shoot to see back in when I was 47, if I could find my apps, you know, could, you know, I'd never had, um, you know, uh, uh, I don't even know if I'd ever been truly fit. Um, and I set myself a goal, like, is it possible? can i actually do it then then it becomes real if i know that it, it is it's possible um and and i did find my own abs but also i proved to myself that you know age is just a number and you haven't got to go on to this downward spiral because you're in your 40s and hitting your 50s you know if anything um you know they should be uh years of, of freedom where where you've you're getting the empty nesters you, you're more confident menopause has come in and yes obviously i'm not going to say that that doesn't cause issues but at the same time it actually gives you freedom because i think it makes you in a positive way careless you're always worrying about other people well i am and i think it makes you start to focus on yourself a little bit more so me doing a photo shoot uh, last week at 49 was a new goal so it was like well okay i'm two years older um i am completely vegan plant-based whereas when i'd done the previous one i was vegetarian so it it added an extra level of difficulty one because i was two years older and perimenopausal two because obviously it would be that much harder to get uh, my protein in and you know 
I'd done it once before, so I was doing it again as a challenge. Would it be easier or tougher? This time I knew how difficult it was. I knew what to expect and, and what I had to do. Whereas I guess the first time ignorance is bliss. A bit like in children, really. <laughs> so it actually can make you feel even more apprehensive. So it was a real goal to, to push and, and try that. Um, but to share and show you guys so that you can set your own goals and, and know that you're not limited by your body or your mind. You have that freedom to do whatever you want if you want it. Now, it's not everyone's cup of tea. It is tough and it's not ultimately great for the body to be, you know, shredding to that extreme to, to, to be able to show abs. So because you're getting to very low body fat. But obviously I had a direction and a reason why I was doing that. To, to yeah to to hopefully inspire you to say whatever is your goal it is possible it is achievable um and the whole point of that is that um there's a great quote by bill copeland he said the trouble with not having a goal is that you can spend your life running up and down the field and never scoring you you've got no direction um and you can get very um despondent ultimately can't you if if you don't know where you're headed um and then you can start blaming others and and this is quite common oh it's because of this it's because of that um control the controllables you you have control over your life it is your life take responsibility take ownership and if you don't like it start making small little changes to make it the life that you do want um going into point two obviously you need to make progress on those goals and, and you need to assess that journey as you're going like if you've set a goal that's way too difficult you you're gonna like give up um because it'll just be an unobtainable and and knock your confidence so it's, it's really important to make sure that you get the right level of goal that it's challenging enough to keep you motivated but but one that you can actually reach um and then it lets you evaluate your life. Um, you'll see this top performers, world class, world class athletes and, and successful people. They all set goals because when you set a goal, you have a vision to work towards. And that can help you mediate life's lemons that get thrown at you. Because um, Henry Ford says obstacles are those frightful things you see when you take your eyes off your goal. Um, yeah. You, you you think of like uh, Olympians, like, you know, they've got to train for four years, like the discipline, the determination um, and that that laser focus. Those are, you know, so so they, they don't see the obstacles or they just tank their way through them, over them, under them, round them, whatever it is, they find a way because they have their goal and nothing is going to stop them from achieving it. And when you think about it, as I said, like they have a four year goal. I mean, that's like quite phenomenal and blows my mind. But but what do you want to see one year from now? Have you asked yourself? And if you have, then have you even thought about three years from now or, or five? Then it starts getting scary. I guess sometimes when we're younger, we do because I guess we are 
aspirational. We we may have not bought our own property or, or, or moved out from home. Um, we'd like to get married. Maybe we want to have children. So we do have some sort of goals, but they're sort of maybe floating or they may be quite definitive. I want to be married by X or I, I want to have had my first child by X. But then all of a sudden we, we, we get a bit older and we don't feel that they're important anymore. Or is that just me? I, I don't know. Because um, I definitely had those goals when I was younger, but then I never set any thereafter. Um, and I think it's when you set goals, you're thinking ahead um, and then you can create an action plan. Um, now, that plan may not go according accordingly because um, that's life, right? And that's OK, uh, because you wouldn't want it to be mapped out like that actually i mean in startups you'll see that they they'll have like um that uh, uh runway and, and, and direction and they may literally completely pivot <laughs> but that's okay because you know they are changing and reviewing and evaluating as they go they're adjusting and they just steer it towards the vision um typically in my previous job um where i supported an angel investor he always backed um typically two founders uh one technical um and one visionary um you know the front of the business the people he backed the people not the business don't get me wrong it did need to have ip and defensible that you know and the idea but it was the people because some of his most successful exits have been the companies that the actual MVP is completely different. The minimum viable product is completely different to what exited. Um, so when it, you know, it goes, um, gets bought out and the invest, the angel investor gets all of their money back that they've invested typically, you know, 10 times multiple of what they've invested, hopefully. Um, and it's a completely different product, maybe or service or whatever it is, it's because those uh, individuals are of high caliber and they've seen the need or the problem and they've evolved. And And I think this is like when we do set goals, we, we must remember that they have to be fluid. You know, it's, it's, it's sort of like a timeline and, and they may need to be adjusted, but it's better to have something and, and walk that path than be walking around in circles because you actually have no direction at all. Um, and, and they just give you that laser focus, allowing you to make sure that you're not wasting your time and that you're spending it and your energy on what's important to you. Remember your goals, not someone else's. So, so if you're not on your goal, then you must be supporting someone else's. Um, but they also give you a sense of, uh, of urgency and can simplify your life. So that freedom, you know, when we get so caught up in our own head, um, this can give sort of that um, clarity um, and, and focus. But what more <laughs> does it give you? Well, um, that focus, yeah, is, is part of it. But what about accountability? You know, not to anyone else. It can be, um, but to yourself. Um, will you continue to show up for your future self? Because most times, let's be fair, no one else knows about your goals unless you tell them. And sometimes we're very guarded, aren't we? Um, because we potentially can see some hurdles along the way. So we don't want to tell someone in case we, you know, <laughs> kibosh it. But uh, that accountability 
builds confidence in yourself, knowing that you will stick to your own word and your own promises. It teaches you self-discipline. And, and this is really about the podcast where this comes in. So I set the goal back in um, January, obviously 20, well, whatever it is, three, three, four years ago. I can't remember now what year it was. Um, but I do remember listening to other people's podcasts in the December and ruminating and procrastinating and all of the other eighteens <laughs> about doing a podcast. And in the end, I listened to someone because I just thought I'm not going to be good enough, imposter syndrome and all of those reasons. And I listened to one and I just thought he said some really, really pertinent things. And I just thought, what's stopping me? The only person that's stopping me is me. I've just got to do it. I'm not going to be good. How can I be good? I don't even, you know, I've never done it before. Um, but if I don't start, how can I improve? So if you use the summer to go back and listen to some of the first episodes, you're probably going to see um, how crap I was. Oh, I hope I hope I've improved. I hope, you know, let me know. Let me know if you can see that um, progression. If you think that I've, I've become uh, more fluid in the episodes, if you think that I have improved or not, <laughs> do, do let me know. But I, I said to myself that, yeah, I was going to do an episode a week. And I stuck to that goal. Now, that has not been easy, you know, not least to research, to plan, to record, to edit, to publish every week, every week without fail. Um, admittedly, sometimes the day may have changed on emergencies because I have someone else who actually edits it and I have to get it back from him. Or the time has sometimes uh, moved or shifted, but nine times out of ten, it stayed on the day and got released. And the, what that helped me do was was build like a, a positive chain, you know, obviously each episode. And once you've got a few behind you, you it's like getting your steps every day. You don't, you don't then want to break that chain. So that in itself leads to more accountability. And yeah, there were days that I was super busy and didn't want to do it, but I got it done. And I can look back now and say I've produced over 100 episodes worth of content that hopefully are helping you um, and others if you share it. So please do share it if it resonates, um, but also as a legacy for my children. Um, I've given something back and the irony of it is that I've always hated my voice. And there I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> so I'm, I'm facing my biggest fear of talking and ultimately yeah, I'm talking to myself right now. And I was literally speaking to a lady in the gym the other day um, who was asking a question about nutrition and, and her health. And I referred her to a particular episode that would have been of value to help her. And I said that I don't have a huge following. I don't have a huge audience. Um, but I've still kept on showing up. Now, if I was to look at numbers and, you know, if you think of Instagram and likes and things and, you know, like, well, I haven't got um, X amount of likes, well, I might as well give up. But as she said, of the people that are listening, they value it. Isn't it better to do something that means something to even only one person than it go out to or do something for loads of people that they don't really care less? Um, and I think that sometimes, again, we get caught up in our own headspace of that, of those likes and all of that. And it's very superficial. But if you've 
made a difference to one person, then it's worth doing, right? So hopefully, if you're listening to this, give me some feedback. Let me know if this episode or any of the other episodes has helped. Um, and then I'll know that it's been uh, a positive thing to do. And even if you don't get back to me, it's been a very enjoyable hobby that I like to do. So I, I see it as a hobby. I don't see it as um, this is not a, a, in any way um, financial. I, I don't get a penny from this. I have to pay. <laughs> I pay to, 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 to bore you. Um, but like, you know, any hobby you, you pay and and I enjoy doing it. So hopefully it is of value. Um, but going on to another point back on goals before I start rambling, you go like I've had enough. Um, the goals, they help you keep motivated and um, hopefully keep you inspired. Um, so you should know that all things are created twice, uh, first in the mind and then in the physical world. So the mental creation happens when you set your goals and then that physical creation happens when you are working on your goal and you actually cultivate it and bring it to life. So without that mental creation, that physical creation cannot happen. So this is where I think it's almost like magical and so exciting where you can potentially orchestrate your own dream life. Um, so, so go and get excited by starting to plan how you want your own life, your own job, your career, your fitness, your health to be. Um, use a vision board. Um, they can be absolutely, you know, like be a kid again and get excited. Um, and I've, I've got some really good books. I read loads and listen to loads on, on Audible. Um, and I'm going to put them in the show notes. But uh, Dr. Tara Sfort, um has got a fantastic book called The Source. And I've recommended this to many, many client of clients um, because she talks about the vision board. And, and she's um, a neuroscientist. So she actually comes at it not from the hooky kooky, you know, and, and manifestation, all that. She actually matches that manifestation and, you know, like the secret Rhonda with um the book secret by Rhonda <laughs> um with with the science and that's what i'm fascinated by by the brain and 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 how she turned her life around knowing all of this um as as obviously um a brain scientist so i think she is you know it's it's really like reading a couple of her pages a day i tell you what it's just and and i will go back and listen or read read it again because I found her really really um inspirational hence why i've i've recommended it so many times uh, the other book, um, he's got several out, um, but this one, The Fitness Mindset by Brian Keane. And again, he is an advocate of, of how you build that resilient mindset and how it helps you achieve not just fitness goals, but any goals. And I was, I've, I've followed uh, Brian. He's um, a fitness influencer, um, online, online coach, but he's also an endurance athlete and um, I came across him several, several years ago and he just inspired me with, with the extreme challenges that he would do, uh, marathon to Saab, like six back-to-back -back marathons. Um, he's, he's trekked across the Arctic. He's, oh, he's just done amazing things. And, um, I think when I embarked on my first marathon, I, I reached out to him on Instagram and he replied. I was like, oh my God, he's like, he's like, you know, I think, you know, <laughs> 
uh, they're the new sort of superstars, aren't they? Those on on Instagram and you know you you, you absorb their content on a daily basis, but um, they don't know you. So when you reach out to them and they actually reply, you're like, oh my god, they're normal people, and and they they actually you know communicate um and he's always always a reply to every message and i let him know and marcus smith actually uh, another great um athlete endurance athlete and again uh, online coach he has got his own gym as well out in dubai he's another nutcase of, of of endurance athletes of another level i mean he's 30 marathons in 30 days and, and ridiculous things um when I say ridiculous, I mean, just, you know, super amazing, you know, hats off to them. And they gave me perspective when I was doing my marathon. If they can do that, I'm only doing a marathon. And it kept a leveler on it. And when I actually did my marathon, I listened to their episode because they did an episode together. And I I'd let them both know that I was listening to it when I did it. And it, they were so positive and they responded. Anyway, I stayed in contact, like the dropping these messages to them every now and again. And uh, and then I cheekily asked if they would. Um, well, I, I started with Marcus. Would would he be willing to be a guest on my podcast? And I I'd barely recorded any episodes. So these people are super busy. You know, their, their time is valuable, but they're also uh, very understanding. And Marcus agreed. I was absolutely blown away. And um, so very early on, I had a guest episode with him and I must have done something right because he was more than happy to come back again and we did another episode. Um, I'd love to have him back again. I will reach out to him. And I've also been on his because I was cheeky and I asked. If you don't ask, you don't get right. Um, but I reached out to Brian as well and um, he did come back and he he was like, you know, um, get 30 episodes, I think, or something like that under your belt or whatever it was um, and get back to me which leaves the ball in my court as, as, you know, a target. So, you know, am I just going to fall by the wayside? That was extra accountability that kept me going. And I thought, you know what, I am going to message him back when I've got to X amount. And I did. And I just knew that he, based on listening to his books, um, and all his content that he wouldn't let me down. If he said that he meant it. So I went back to him and said that I'd done it and he dutifully agreed. And um, I recorded an episode with him in series two, which I thoroughly enjoyed and, and check that one out as well. And, and tell me what you think. But um, that was that was like one of my crowning glories that I got um, Brian on um, because he's a huge one for goals and, and mindset. So again, another little ramble there. Um, but the other book that I've uh, read as well, uh, Mel Robbins, Take Control of Your Life. She's formidable, isn't she? Um, I think, you know, um, there's so many books I could reel off a list. I mean, feel free to go onto my website, www.sassy10.com and have a look on my blog page because I did update earlier this year my blog post of all the books that I have read over the years, the, the books that I still want, that I've got on the shelf to read and the ones that I'm looking to read. Um, I love a book, just making the time to actually read it and absorb it. So, but um, this should have you feeling really excited. Um, you know, if you've got a good goal, you've got that anticipation, you know, you've got that desire. Um, if it's something that interests you, obviously you've got to cultivate that. Um, but it also helps you overcome procrastination and, you know, the mother of all evils, right? <laughs> um, and helps you persevere through difficulties. So if you, you know, obviously 
consistently progressing towards your goal, you're building momentum and that will fuel your motivation, you know, and if, if obviously you have a down day, because motivation does not stick around, it's the habits I had, you know, produced and recorded an episode every week. There was a habit there, a habit that I did not want to break. Um, so yeah, you can't always rely on motivation, um, but it helps get you started. And then the last one I wanted to talk about was happiness. Um, how good does it feel when you, you set and achieve your goal? Um, it does bring uh, increased happiness and, and satisfaction in, in life, not necessarily for the goal itself. Like obviously I did the photo shoot last week and, you know, that's sort of the icing on the cake of, you know, for every woman um, and guy, you know, getting done up, having a fake tan and, and getting your hair. Well, I did my hair myself and my makeup myself, <laughs> um, but getting your nails done and, and showing off a bit, I suppose, you know, like, I'm, I'm incredibly nervous and believe it, believe you not insecure about, um, posing. It just makes me feel sick. Um, it's so, I, I feel like I'm wardrobe. I just do not have the natural posing ability. So everything I'm doing, like if you see in, when I post those pictures, that is me massively out of my comfort zone. I do, do not feel at all confident in those poses but whether i come across as i do then then hopefully i've i've nailed that but it's not easy um i don't ever feel that i look sexy i've always been a tomboy um you know uh, makeup and hair has never been up up there for me like uh, most uh, girls when are young yeah so i just it, yeah, it doesn't sit easy with me. So another reason why I set that goal was because it pushed me out of my comfort zone. And when you push out of your comfort zone, you grow. This is what you learn about yourself. It's it's what you learn along the way. And I had 16 weeks of hard training. And I'm not going to lie, it was tough. If I remember rightly, tougher than the first time that I did it. But then this is two years on. I'm 49, not 47. I'm perimenopausal. I'm vegan and plant-based, whereas previous time I did it, um, I was still, I was vegetarian, but I was still having dairy. And boy, did I, <laughs> did I use um, quite, or use, eat quite a lot of Greek yogurt and a lot of eggs and egg whites. So it really did make it tougher this time. And also, situations in life sometimes you get uh, the odd curveball obstacle hiccup um come at you but on this one i had all of them um i don't need to obviously go into the depths of all of them but um one in particular was um, a, a health scare and at that point obviously you then do wonder about goals because obviously it comes about down to about a priority um obviously uh naturally um you've got to have time to process and, and think about what you are going to do but sometimes it's actually having that structure of goals that can help you through it gives you that focus as i mentioned before it, it keeps you on the straight and narrow but i absolutely can relate and empathize to every lady on on their journey um especially if it's a weight loss goal because obviously i was in a deficit for um obviously the latter part of it 
because um, I, I was bulking initially to, you know, gain some muscle, but I I then switched, obviously, because I was going to do the shoot and, and then naturally had to drop calories. So I do understand what it's like to be in a deficit for a long period of time. And I had uh, different macros on training to rest day, so I was in even more of a deficit on my rest day, hence, you know, that you're, you're not training, so you shouldn't need so much energy. And it does deplete you it does make you feel tired um it is hard that's why it's really important that you're not going too low in your calories that's too close to your basal metabolic rate because that's what will impact your uh, metabolism and, and your energy but as i said like some of these things aren't always um deemed to be the most healthy but it's it was a goal and if you want to be able to see your abs it's no amount of crunches are going to do it for you. you you've got to drop the body fat so you have to get you know low on those calories and unfortunately your body will do what it wants to do it will lose the fat where it wants to lose typically it'll always lose the fat where you don't want it to first and the last place um where you absolutely want it to go so i feel like i needed to have someone shake me by my legs and <laughs> move the fat from from my thighs that just didn't seem to want to go and and shake it up towards my boobs because I haven't got any um but we are what we are I mean we we can obviously improve our bodies uh, but to build muscle it takes a long time it's, it's much quicker in essence to lose fat but I had to make a decision and the shoot kept me focused had things uh obviously um, escalated uh, i would have had to redress the situation but as it turns out i got an all clear which was fantastic but in between obviously waiting for that the high levels of stress um transitioning on on work um i'm studying i obviously am a mum and lots of other things were going on so there were there was a myriad of of obstacles to have to overcome and sometimes you're fortunate enough to not have all of them um i felt like i got bingo um but what it did do was made me drill down and push harder knowing that by the end of this year i will look back and say wow look what you managed to get through now it doesn't come without casualties of you know not spending enough family time and when you do set goals like Olympians that they're training for, I'm not, I'm not putting myself anywhere near um, the level or, you know, of dedication. I'm just using it as an example how disciplined Olympians athlete and athletes have to be for four years and families have to support them for that because it's a very driven goal. And you could say, well, then they're being selfish. Um, but people... And family, you know, loved ones want to support you with your own goal. Um, but yes, I guess um, I could absolutely um, agree in saying, well, yes, it's selfish because you're doing it for yourself. Um, and that, yeah, can can cause issues, obviously. So it is knowing your reason why. And when you do actually complete it, it's not in the actual... Uh, result ultimately it's the journey along the way um what have you learned about yourself um it's the happiness that you that you uh feel when you've actually achieved something quite 
out of your reach that you didn't think was possible. Um, you've pushed yourself, you've set and achieved a goal um, that does give you a level of satisfaction and, and that self-belief that you actually can do more than you think you can. Um, you've stretched and challenged yourself to improve and they're all positive things that I think each and every one of us should be doing. Um, and in theory, obviously, this is going to help you perhaps stress, anxiety and depression because you've found inner confidence and peace that you've that you know that you've done your best. Having said that, <laughs> when the goal is either too lofty or you've got too many things that you're trying to juggle, um, in comes the stress, anxiety and everything else. So I absolutely can relate to all of that. And it can feel like you're spinning too many plates with, you know, trying to keep them all up in the air. But ultimately having the goal helps you achieve your highest potential and you'll never know until you try. They, they say in fitness um, or our strength that we potentially are only tapping into 40% of our potential and that there's 60% behind where we think we're done. And I think that's um, true from, from that mindset perspective. So if you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, that's true. Also, Henry Ford, or as he quoted him earlier, but it's just, it's the mindset that stops us. It's and, and this is why it's so important to talk to yourself with a growth mindset and set those beliefs and those goals. They may have to shift, they may change, um, but without goals, your default is to a routine of activities that just keep you feeling safe and comfy. Um, and that's not taking anywhere. That's just familiarity. Um, and unfortunately, um, is the nemesis of growth. So you've got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And that was one of my goals, ultimately, to myself, to keep pushing and do things that did push me out of my comfort zone. <laughs> not least I did the uh, nuclear races uh, last month. And I've ticked that one off the list. I'm not doing it again, but at least <laughs> I can say I've done it. I didn't, I, I did enjoy it. It was good fun, but I got incredibly bruised and sore and, and cold and, and it was a really hot day. So goodness knows how people do it when it's not. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't really like getting super wet and muddy, um, but I've done it. So, but with anything, it's, it's having that plan. So if you were to build a house, um, as, as Zig Ziglar says, you, you need to have a plan. Uh, and to build a life, it's even more important to have a plan or goal. So if you think of um, an architect and they wouldn't just try to erect a house without those drawings. And why would we then not spend some time of of figuring out what it is we're trying to lay the foundations for? Um, and you'll never know until you try. So my... Um, parting gift on episode today is you say you know like it's never too late age is just a number and i'll go back to 45 um when i said to myself mentally in my head i'm going to do some sort of running race um in a stadium if i'm not dead um where i run into a stadium and i uh, you know obviously hopefully win and get up on the podium and, and get a medal so with that in my head already, I've already framed that I'm going to live till 90. Now, obviously, I can't guarantee that, but at least I'm thinking positively. And that goes a long way in changing um, our lifestyle. 
by the way that we think about things. And if you are into the, the law of attraction and manifestation, um, I've documented on my previous podcast how I got a ballot place uh, and they're pretty hard to come by in the marathon um, only after three years of trying when some people have tried in you know double figures and, and never been given a ballot place so it's pretty much like winning a lottery and not only did I get the place the year that I wanted to tackle the marathon because I'd said to myself I am doing it I was going to do Brighton and then I got London but when my number arrived it was 4590 and that was pretty mind-blowing initially i didn't even notice <laughs> um it was my cousin that had to remind me um but four five nine zero i mean of all of the numbers so i you know if you if you listen to the source uh the book that i mentioned earlier uh think of it as you will but we've got to put those ideas um in our head first and then we've got to get them out on paper and if we really want to achieve then let others know to support us and keep us accountable and it's the biggest reason why invest in yourself and invest in a coach is because they are separate from your family they you know obviously if you get the right coach they are um, an expert in their field to help you achieve the result that you're after um, but they'll understand they will be in line with your vision and your goal and they'll also give you tough love um, support um and that is a like a close relationship built on trust that obviously doesn't uh, rock your inner circle it's separate but it is another valuable source to tap into to help you achieve your goal um and yeah i think it's it's the, the best decisions that i've made have been where i've invested in um a coach a mentor um, for my own personal growth and I don't think you should ever um, stop trying to improve yourself as my nan always said you never stop learning so I hope this has been helpful I hope it's given you <clears throat> excuse me some thoughts processes to um, think about your goals over the summer you won't be hearing me unless you're diving back into the catalogue um, what you're going to be setting and don't and don't wait for the new year to set those goals um, and don't even wait for the start of the month the best time to start anything is right so on that note I'm going to let you go think about those goals um, do tag me though if this episode has really resonated and struck a chord snap the picture share it on Instagram stories and tag me in Natasha um, at BFIP so um yeah i have changed my instagram so natasha be fit so i should say at natasha be fit b e b as in my middle initial and e for evans and fit but be fit <laughs> um you can tag in plant-based fm as well but do send over some questions as i mentioned before of what you would like the next series to be about if indeed you do want another series um I might subject you anyway because I, I do it as a hobby and I just like it <laughs> um, and I'm you know up to so many listens um, and the number keeps growing so I think with podcasts sometimes you you could be doing it for quite a few years before um, it gets found so I'm not doing it for that reason I'm doing it for the 
the important few and also as i said for a legacy hopefully i'm leaving something positive in this world so do get back to me let me know until then have a super super summer and i will be back in autumn